This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out. Tab Nation, what's good, baby? I'm feeling excellent. Finally got my first win in Show Me this week. Ah, oh, it's been a long time coming, man. And it came <laughs> against one of my arch rivals, one of my nemesis from my childhood, my rival, Rakeem. Shout out, I had to put your face in the concrete and kick it a little bit, but it had to happen. I needed the dub. Off of me, <laughs> on to the man, the myth, the legend himself, everybody's love, most lovable fantasy analyst, Cody. What's up, bro? What's up, what's up, brother? Uh, yeah, I had me a pretty decent week in our Show Me League as well, man. I had a uh, went up against our own and Asher Boyd. Oh man, got the, that was a good one. And uh, whooped his ass. Sorry, I had to get your. Sorry, I had to grab Thielen this week from your own Minnesota Vikings <laughs> to show you, up, brother. Man, this this is gonna hurt for him because he's missing out on a lot of his Vikings. He drafted Justin Jefferson, draft uh, dropped him the week that he blew up. And then I scooped him up. I was excited about that. And now he also missed out on Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen just put a hurt on him. And I'm hoping I get to play Riley again so that way I can put in old Justin Jefferson to get in his ass. And Stephon Diggs as well, too. So. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that's too funny. <laughs> so it's been a fantastic week for her. We had a little bit of scare of COVID-19, but it didn't affect us too bad. We had a little chaotic Monday. Um. <laughs> That made, man, That I was like, I wasn't used to having to flip the channel like that on a Monday night, man. I was like, oh, I don't like all this. Like, flipping back from one game to the next and to the other, it just wasn't um what we were looking for. So, um, we'll start off with you, Cody. What was your first big takeaway from week four? Uh, Well, I mean, the Vikings, I got to go with the Vikings on this one. We'll stay consistent. And, um. You know, honestly, I expected the Vikings to come out and struggle this week. Um, this Houston team, uh, it, you know, they play. They had three tough, really, really, really strong. Uh, yeah, they had really just like their schedule was just horrible, man. Back to back to back, really tough games. And to come and play this Vikings team that had the COVID scares and they had to travel late or whatever throughout the league. They had to they shut their facility down until Thursday this past week so they didn't even practice so i thought the vikings were going to really come and struggle in this one man i'm not going to lie and they showed up they did their thing man they really um actually you know what? i'm going to work in one of my other takeaways into this one even but one of my last takeaways i was going to talk about the fact that minnesota ran the ball on 40 of their 62 plays man and even out of, if even out of running the ball 40 out of those 62 plays you still got really, really good production with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson both topping 100 yards still. Mm-hmm. Right, so man. I think they're finding <laughs> their identity personally. In this so are they now. going back to the Kevin Stefanski uh, Minnesota Vikings without having him there? Like, all right, we're going to get back to what we were doing last year. Let's establish oh. the run and let even the pass Zimmer's, follow suit. Zimmer's even liked to run the ball in past years, even before Stefanski. I mean – it's this is just I think this is the team's identity that they needed to get behind and I think they're finally starting to get behind it. I'm excited to see what uh happens with these Minnesota Vikings honestly here in the future. And uh we I know we got a good Christmas game matchup with them for my Saints, so that Ooh. should be a good one, man. 
hopefully the Minnesota Vikings can keep winning. Um, so my first week four note is the Cleveland Browns showed up in Dallas, but the story isn't the story that everybody's going to be expecting. Everybody's expecting me to be all excited about Odell Beckham. And believe me, I am super excited. Had him in all of my leagues starting this week. Made me some money in FanDuel as well. But yeah, when Landry threw that touchdown to him, I went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it was so pretty. Like, it was a dot. It was, it was like, great. Like, Die. Yeah. Um, and then like the the reverse, man, that, that had me stoked. It looked like little football out there when he was just running around at all the other players in the NFL game on a reverse. Like you don't usually see something like that. So that was really dope. But the story that I'm actually really wanting to talk about is not what Odell did. It's more along the fact of what's going to happen in the future. Um, a lot of people are perturbed right now, and they're all over 2020 because everybody's getting hurt. But come on, man, let's be realistic. This is football. This is what happens every season, whether it's 2020 or not. This is what we got to deal with in fantasy football. People get hurt, and we have to replace them. And a big injury that came out of that game was Nick Chubb. Um yeah. I had Nick Chubb, my number, what, he he's number two on my running backs. Uh, I had him number two on my draft board, actually. So heavily invested in Nick Chubb uh, coming into the season, but injuries happen. We can't control that. But there is, and when we get to uh, our our fines, uh, Cody's Diamond Fines, I'm going to see if he hits on something. But there's some, there's some options there uh, in Cleveland. So yeah. that was my one take. Any take, uh, anything on that, Cody? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be some um, extra fantasy relevance coming out of this um, injury for sure. Obviously, everybody's loving their Kareem Hunt value that they got when they drafted Kareem Hunt. Um, Were you smiling when you said that? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I do have a Kareem Hunt, but yeah, it was it worked out really well for me. Yeah, I know everybody else that drafted him there is smiling as well. Um no doubt. But on to my next one, man, I'm going to go overdo the fact that we finally got a good showing of Joe Mixon. Mm. And Mr. Joey Burrow and that Cincinnati defense got some help with the run game. Mm-hmm. And it, they looked good, man. Um, I liked watching this Bengals team when they were playing like this. This was a fun game to watch. I expected it to be a game I wasn't going to be interested in very much, <laughs> to be honest with you. And mm-hmm. DJ Shark came back and showed out. I love watching LaVisca Chanel. But uh, Joe oh, Mixon, dude. Joe Mixon is just uh, – he's back, and I'm excited for it. Uh, he was a guy I was looking to trade for over the past two weeks. I've been really trying to target him because I've seen the work was there, and I, it just felt like it was coming. And Well, it came. Oh, it was here. <laughs> and, I mean, that defense, what – the Jaguars' defense is atrocious, bro. We got to hit that, man, because yeah. you can almost start anybody when they play the Jags at this point. <laughs> and they're, and it almost burnt me, man, because I was super excited about this matchup as well. Not, uh, I was hoping Joe Mixon wouldn't get as much love as he did coming into the game hurt. So I put in um, I put in the mustache himself, G-O-B-O. Yeah. <laughs> that was another and, uh, well, go ahead. What was that? That was, that was a whole other thing is that the fact that a lot of people didn't even know if he was going to start the game. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was he was hurt, and he <laughs> turned that injury. He pulled like a Paul Pierce on us. I felt like he was like, oh, I'm hurt, and then came out and just blew up on everybody because he wasn't really hurt apparently because he played like hell. I was like, dang. Yeah. So yeah, great call there, Cody. Man, that 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 was yes. Joe Mixon blew up, and shout out to Tucci, man. I had to give Tucci a shout out in his cast because. Tucci took it like a champ. Tucci was playing against Joe Mixon this weekend in mm. the Show Me League, and he took it like a champ. Yeah, and his team's the Bengals, and he took it like a champ. He's like, I, if, if I'm going to lose to somebody, I'd rather it be Joe Mixon blowing up on me, and he did it like a champ. So shout out to yeah. Tucci on that one. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, is it my turn or is it? Yeah, that was yours. Yeah, ahead, my next one. Oh, man, bro, I am super excited to talk about this team. They're honestly such a sleeper. I don't see them making the playoffs this year because, obviously, they're 1-3 and and 0-2. and But I want to talk about the Miami Dolphins' defense. The Miami Dolphins' defense. Yeah, they – last year we gave them so much grief because of the things that they were doing, like the trades that they made. For instance, they traded, uh, what's his name, the safety to Pittsburgh and turned Pittsburgh's defense oh, all Mika. the way around. Yeah, Mika to Pittsburgh and turned. Man, now, looking at the scores, 31-23, but that doesn't tell the full story of the game. The mm-hmm. Dolphins' defense put a hurting on Wilson. Like, they were shutting him down in the red zone. The uh, Seahawks came into this game 100% in the red zone. Uh, for the viewers that didn't know that, like every time they were going into the red zone, they were putting up six points, 100 percent to see uh, the Dolphins shut that down. They held them to a field goal. There was another time when they're in the red zone. They, I think they might have missed the field goal. Seahawks didn't even score in the third quarter in this game. So this is telling me a lot. Um, their offense still isn't moving the ball, but I posted I meant to post a video. Two is looking really good in camp. I mean, in uh, practice. This might be Fitzpatrick's last game as a starter for the Dolphins, and they might start letting Tua roll out. You said you're sad? Yeah, it's kind of sad because I'm loving having him as a fantasy backup, to be honest with you. He filled in (laughs) great this week when Cam was out with the COVID. And, I mean, it seemed to have worked out pretty well for Mahomes sitting behind Alex Smith all year, man. I agree, man. It it did, but here's the difference, you know, with Alex Smith with – Mahomes sitting behind Alex Smith, he was sitting behind him in an offense that was waiting for him, like an offense that was completely open. They they already had an established offense. It was just that Mahomes was that final piece to the puzzle. With Tua, the Dolphins don't really have an established true-out offense. You know, like, they don't – we're not like, oh, man, this offense just needs that final piece. It's yeah. still a lot of establishing to do. Like, we still don't know if Devontae Parker is still a number one. Uh, we don't know if Preston Williams will ever develop anything other than maybe a receiver three. You know, Gaskeski mm-hmm. is here or there. So they're starting to come together, and they're gelling. I'm, I'm honestly interested to see if they're going to go ahead and put two in after this week and see what, what, what sticks. It's time to see what happens. I don't know. Your thoughts, bro? Yeah, I mean, they could be watching the Chargers over there and watching Justin Herbert throw on these 300-yard games and thinking, man, I kind of want to see some of that. But we'll see, you know. I'm enjoying having 50 on my back on the bench. It's been pretty nice. <laughs> man, you better go out there and grab old Tua Bua. Yeah, Your call, brother. Right, <laughs> man. Um, Your next so, move. 
Mr. Terry McLaurin is being too consistent for us. I got to yes! give him props and shout outs because this yes. was honestly a game where I I wasn't really comfortable with playing McLaurin, to be honest with you. And against the Ravens, uh, man, Marlon Humphrey's been playing such good coverage, such good football. Uh, for Terry McLaurin to still go out there with 10 receptions for 118 yards, uh, 14 targets, Oh man, he's a must start every week. You can't not start this guy. He's matchup proof um, for me now personally. This is a guy I'm, I want in my lineup every single week. Sorry, what was that, Cody? What was the last part? McLaurin. Yeah, I'm saying he's like I, for me. This guy's matchup proof now. This is a guy I want in my lineup every single weekend, week out. Because if he's doing this against the Baltimore Ravens for 14 targets and 10 receptions. <sighs> It's too easy, bro. Yeah, it's McLaurin's the guy, man. He's even though I would a big part of McLaurin for me was just the Haskins, the, all the targets that Haskins gives out, they just look like garbage targets. But hey, man, I yeah. see a I see McLaurin catch a ball that was deflected off a defender that was probably one of the most garbage targets I've ever seen in my life, and he turned it into a 15-yard gain. So I'm like, you know, I'm done anymore. I'm McLaurin. You have to roll him out there. McLovin for McLaurin, baby. I love it. Man, I'm so glad you hit that, man. Shout out to Riley. Riley was big on him all offseason. I, I I, will be the first to admit I was iffy about him because I wasn't sure. There was a lot of question marks on that offensive team, man. Like, yeah, what were we going to get out of Dwayne Haskins? Is McLaurin really matchup proof? And you put you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, We see that now. He and faced the Baltimore Ravens. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Touchdown upside in general. I mean, like I just yes. didn't like the touchdown upside in this offense. I just didn't. I didn't know if I. I thought they were going to struggle to hit twenty touchdowns and through the air. Man, this kid. Yeah, I love McLaurin. Great call. And shout out to Antonio Gibson on that team too. He's a fantasy stud as well. Um, I don't think he's going to be that back they need for the long, the longevity of whichever direction they go. But fantasy football uh, purposes, man, he's tearing it up right now. Yeah, so. yeah. You make him a third down back and get him a guy that uh, can take down the early work. It'll be that'd be a nice backfield. Yeah, you can see an Alvin Kamara kind of situation. So on to my next one. Uh, Got to throw it up, baby, because I am super excited about this. You have this man on your roster. I'm a little perturbed about that. I'm, you know, because you 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 beat me on this one and um. I was actually going to pick this kid up the week that you did it, and I went and looked to see who picked him up. Bless you, by the way. And it was you. And I was like, of course, it's cold. But um, easily, it's time to throw the alley-oops up in your leagues if you can grab them to Ali Cox. Alley-ooping uh, with Ali Cox. Phillip Rivers loves this guy. You hit it last week, but I got to hit it again this week, man. The guy is doing it. He did it this week. Another big TD. Um, how many targets does he have in this game? I meant to have uh Ali Cox uh he only had two targets for in one TD man but he still had another TD this is a bad matchup for the Bears like I said last week with the Bears and Hayden Hurst uh most tight ends have to stay inside to block he was able to get that one TD so it counts now he's going into a better matchup coming in next week so yeah so I'm gonna spoil it here (laughs) go ahead um so this is actually kind of one of my letdowns, brother, this week. Um, I love the production Mo Alley Cox was giving me, and I'm so thankful that he caught that touchdown this week. 
Because um, obviously he doesn't catch that touchdown. You're looking at like 2.3 points for him. So, um, but the, the main benefactor to this was Moelle Cox. He looked great when Trey Burton was out of the lineup and he was getting these snaps out snapping Jack Doyle. Um, this week, Miley Cox played 33 of the 72 snaps in the offense, mm-hmm. where Jack Doyle played 45 and Trey Burton played 36. So he was actually third in snaps behind Doyle and Burton, which just sort of scares me. Ooh, and then look at this target share. I, I didn't notice this till just now, Cody, but uh, Burton out-targeted him by a lot. Three targets, yeah. uh, Burton had five. To Ali Cox too, but Ali Cox got the TD in the red zone. Um, but Trey yeah. Burton didn't really do much of anything either. You know, two for sixteen. Is yeah, not I was much. I was surprised to see Doyle out snap Burton honestly, because watching this game, it seemed like Burton was just on the field all the time. Ugh, getting ugly over there in Indianapolis. <laughs> but Mo Ali Cox got the TD, so I don't know. Yeah, man. that's what I'm saying. It seems like he's the guy in the red zone, so it's. All right, and uh, your next one, good sir. Next uh, take. So I'm a little confused on how Mr. Justin Herbert didn't just go and outright win this starting job back in training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand you don't just want to hand it over to the rookie and Anthony Lynn. Has a history with Tyrod Taylor from Buffalo, and he's got this respect for Tyrod Taylor. But come on, man, come on. <laughs> I mean, man. Herbert just lit up a really solid Bucks defense, man, and mm-hmm. his run game did give him absolute no favors. His offensive line did him no favors, and I mean, sure, he's 0 three as a starter, but. I, Come on, you watch this kid play. God wasn't giving you this at the quarterback position, man. I'm sorry. Man, yeah, that's that's a really good point, man. Yes, every week, and Justin Herbert came out and balled. But, you know, it's just one of those things where if, I don't know, if, if it was a fifth, you know, because it's, it's just a lot, of, a lot of things we just don't know about this team still, you know. With Tyrod Taylor, I'm not – now, going off how he started in Buffalo and how that first game looked, yes, I would agree with you a thousand percent. Justin Herbert is the better option. Uh, but we don't know. We know we just don't know. Um, Justin Herbert impressed me uh, – uh, hands down impressed me this weekend. Man. He was balling. He wasn't afraid to throw the ball out and throw it, uh, throw it in the tight pockets and everything else, which really impressed me. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one, man. Uh, I yeah, don't, the fact I don't, he just looks so calm and composed, man. Yeah. Maybe maybe he's a gamer. You know, some people don't practice that well, and then they get into game time and they just ball out. So maybe he's a yeah. terrible practicer, and he he's just a baller. He's a gamer. So. Yeah, yeah. You never know. He could have been struggling in the film room, too, or something. Who knows? Yeah, but I agree with you, bro. That dude is a baller. Speaking of another baller, you guys know I had to get in your ears about this one. I've been really big on him being himself. He finally showed up that he could be himself again this weekend. I'm disappointed, though, because I traded for Marquise Brown. I thought Marquise Brown was going to have a bigger season than what he's doing. Still a lot of season left to go. But Lamar Jackson finally had that big (laughs) run. He went uh, the actual TD run that he had. Quick fat guys. He hit 20 miles per hour. 
a quarterback running 20 miles per hour. Imagine if Patrick Mahomes had him in his backfield. Man. <laughs> Listen. A quarterback running 20 miles per hour, Cody. That's fast. Yeah, man. <laughs> He's getting that mad breathing fast. level. So, thanks. Thank you. Man, I don't know if you podcast but thank you for being yourself and going out there and just doing what you do again um riley won our deal our bet i bet it riley 50 sit-ups uh who would outscore jk dobbins and mark ingram uh ingram got the td uh where jk dobbins didn't neither one of them had a really great game um but yeah so I'm, I'm super impressed with Lamar Jackson. I hope he keeps this up and continues to play his game and quit trying to impress other people. Do it wins you games and do it your way. So, however it means to be done. Yeah. Thoughts on that? Absolutely, brother. I, we were just talking last week. Lamar needs to get back to Lamar, and it looked like he was starting to get back to that in this one. Yeah. Um, last so, take. something from that game, actually, that I thought was hilarious from that Baltimore uh, matchup. Just, just the fact that RG3 was playing his old team and comes in, throws one pass for a pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did, did he? Oh, wow. QBR.1. Ouch. Oh, man. Yeah. That is pretty shitty. What He did get to get in three carries for three yards. Yeah, he didn't get to do anything against him, did he? <laughs> I thought it was wow. pretty, <laughs> something funny to point out. <laughs> yeah, that's that's hilarious. Good call, man. Good catch. Uh, your last hot take, sir. Uh, that's actually, I'm, it's actually oh, I'm running because I, I, I merged the one uh, with oh, yeah, uh, you Minnesota did. running the 40 out of 62 plays into the Vikings uh, COVID scares and stuff. All righty, then. With that I being said. A, a letdown here going right into my letdown, so. Yeah, go ahead. What's up? What's we'll a letdown? Go with... Uh, Mr. Nick Chubb and those Eckler injuries, man. What is up with these running backs and these injuries this year? I just we can't we can't get enough of them, man. I don't know what to and you don't like you don't want to roll out their backups because now you got Eckler. I mean, don't get me wrong, you you love Kareem Hunt, but when it goes to this, I mean, Josh Kelly's shown us some good promise this season, but pretty sure he got outsnapped by Justin Jackson this past game, and. It's it's just a mess over there for me. I don't. I'm not. Sure. I, personally, I want Josh Kelly. I know you like Justin Jackson. I'm hearing a lot of people split on the whole situation. It's. I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm thinking about just trading Josh Kelly this week. <laughs> grab JJ to our listeners out there. Go out there and grab Justin Jackson. Kelly. I, Kelly is actually the better running back, but he just can't stop. He has a fumbling problem though. And uh, he can't do that in the NFL. So until he gets that fixed, I feel Justin Jackson will be the guy to have. Yeah. Um, you have any more letdowns? Because I got a dumpster diver. I cannot wait to eat his ass up. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that, um, once again, that Michael Gallup snap count, Scott, just bothering me, man. It's uh, This was a week where really all those Cowboys receivers should have showed out. You had Cooper, um, Lamb, and Gallup. And um, – I mean, it just seemed like Prescott was just going for it. It just seemed like you heard CeeDee Lamb's name every other play in this one. It was ridiculous. Um, and, I mean, Gallup, for two receptions for 29 yards, it's 
It's frustrating, man. Especially after last week when he had that huge, huge week. And yeah, and then come back this weekend, nothing is um is very disappointing, man. Uh, there was a actual viewer that was asking about that, if they should start Michael Gallup or someone else. And uh, for that exact reason, how there is so much uncertainty with that uh, Dallas receiver two spot and who actually is the receiver two, that you can't start him on a week-to-week basis because you don't know. You know, it's boom or bust at this point. Yeah, it's looking so, like the Lamb and Cooper show, man. Yeah. Um, been, I mean, how can we not be disappointed? By Golden Tate. Oh no, you can't do this. No, uh-uh, uh-uh. No, uh-huh. you are not taking my dumpster diver. That's your uh-uh. dumpster diver. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, Man, you're not I'll hitting my you dumpster be, diver. I'll let you. Oh yeah, I'm ripping his ass. All right. <laughs> um, is that all your takeaways? I mean, I got a couple. I got a couple more letdowns. Well, let's see. I want to hear this dumpster diver. We gotta go no, down the space. I'm saving up for last. Go ahead. Give oh, me your, give me the rest of them. Man. I'm saving up for last. Go ahead. Oh, so What's obviously you correspond on this one. Um, but. Yeah, I already brought up the cold tight end rotation. That's been a big one for me, but a big letdown for me this week was I benched DJ Chark in 50% of my leagues. Uh, I mean, obviously, mm. who could have expected it with these injuries he's had? It's been so uncertain. I thought the guy was going to land on IR for a second, man. So there was no way I could roll him out. But then he blows up on my bench. And it just, oof, oof, oof. That hurts. He's on my bench. I lost him. So... That hurt me. That hurts. That hurts. So let's go in on this man now. All right. You ready? Because uh, yeah. I've been ready. I'm so excited about. So, Tab Nation, as you all know, we told you the story last week. We told you the story again before the game started. But this man, Golden Tate, and the other man, Jalen Ramsey, where is the game at? Here it is. Have a little uh-huh. There is some baby mama drama in the NFL. For those who don't know, Jalen Ramsey has two babies with Golden Tate's sister, who's a track star for Texas A&M. She's a very beautiful woman. You know, I don't know this whole story and why they broke up or whatever else, but it seems sort of shady. Um, Jalen Ramsey dumps her and ends up getting with a stripper in Las Vegas. Very beautiful woman as well. But, you know, the details are all over the place in the middle. I haven't gotten too deep into it. But long story short, Golden Tate hypes this matchup up this week. He tells us, oh, Ramsey's going to have to see me. Not only is he going to see me on the field, but he's going to have to see me off the field. Ramsey being Ramsey. Oh, okay, whatever. We'll take care of this. So the matchup was set. I wanted Golden Tate to come out and do something. Defend your sister, bro. Get at least get 100 yards. Even if y'all get y'all's ass whooped, get loose on it. Do something nasty. But, Cody, that didn't happen. Instead, what happened, Cody? Jalen Ramsey busted Golden Tate's ass. And I mean laid a licking on Golden Tate on the play. He ran right through the uh, running back's nose so quick. And boom, slammed Golden Tate on his head, man. And I was like, damn. This was a hit Golden that Tate. you teach Pee Wee football kids coming up, man. This is a, this is a, I mean, these are the fundamentals of hitting. This was a, as if I had to show somebody how to lay a hit. This is the exact hit I'm pulling up. <laughs> like it was oh, yeah. so beautiful. <laughs> oh yeah, wrap up, sack up, tap up, man. He oh oh, 
But Cody didn't end there. Now, this part is a little hazy because there's a lot going on. Um, and the players, I guess, and you know this because you play football, but there's there's like a brotherhood in football. And once you know other players, especially in the NFL, there's a tight little brotherhood and you know about situations and people talk. And you could tell that the situation was already escalated before the game <laughs> and other players wanted to be or other players wanted to let them squash it after the game because they made a tight little circle yeah, where everybody <laughs> couldn't see and let them fight in the middle of the circle because it may have looked like a lot of other people were fighting, but there was no one else fighting. No. You can go back and watch the film. They were letting them fight. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a lot of mixed stories on what happened and who was actually delivering hits. I've heard that Jalen Ramsey was giving hands, and I've heard on the other side Golden Tate was giving hands. But what I love the most about it all, Cody, is that they handled it. The teammate Their teammates circled them and let them handle it. And then shout out to the NFL for not suspending either side. Like nobody got suspended after it. They yeah. let them fight, and uh, they handled it, you know, and that's it. They handle it like grown men, and that's it. So, so round of applause for that. Round of applause for NFL for not finding anyone else. And uh, the show goes on. But yeah, Golden Tate, you you are my dumpster diver of the week, good sir. They even yeah. tried to get him involved. Looking at the stats, Cody, uh, he yeah. had six targets, only four receptions, twenty yards, and a hell of a tackle. <laughs> and he's, he's been known for the yards after the catch and all these seasons past, and he's just he he looks like he. He just doesn't want it. Like he he catches the ball, and normally when he's going for all these extra yards after the catch, he's he's just giving up. Mm-hmm. But team's another three, thing bro. that was interesting to me <laughs> after all this situation, bro, was it it seemed like they didn't get enough. Like we mentioned the fact that you meant you brought up how the team let these guys go out in the middle of the field and just duke it out, but I don't think they got enough in because. Did you see that report also that um, <laughs> after the game, Ramsey paced back and forth on the field for about half hour, 40 minutes, and then he went, oh, looking, yeah. for, he went looking for Golden Tate outside the uh, Giants locker room. He waited outside the Giants locker room for him. Oh, did he really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. So they, oh, they're going to have to see each other again. Okay. So this isn't done. No, so, man. So really- apparently Golden Tate must have <laughs> won a fight. Because the person that wants to rematch usually is the one that lost the first fight. <laughs> usually the person that won is cool with this situation. All right, I, I whooped your ass. I'm done. That's what I <laughs> the, person that, <laughs> the person that took the L usually wants more. So that's probably what happened. I want to go home. <laughs> so with that, my brother, let's get into Cody's Diamonds of the Week. Who are we looking yeah. at, my good sir, for your Cody. diamond policy? Alrighty, so obviously we have to go with our top ads, and I mean the top ads of the week have to be after the Eckler injury. It's got to be the the Josh Kelly or Justin Jackson situation. You got to go get mm-hmm. one of these guys, roster them. If I mean honestly, if you have the room and you're, I mean I've seen guys with that are rostering three quarterbacks or got. Just, just stupid deep 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 rosters i mean there's with all these injuries i've seen people roster all kinds of crazy crap man um if i go into one of my leagues right now and look at the person in the last place you got adrian peterson and matt Breida on this guy's roster so not to, sorry not sorry to put you on blast there but um you drop both of them and go get josh kelly and justin jackson if they're available and roster both of them 
Um, I'm not against it. And then one more, I got to throw this man in here, baby Kittle, after we showed out last night. This guy man. looks unstoppable. And man. the fact that he didn't even really play tight end in college, all that, like that. It, man, the guys, I, I love watching him. I'm excited to see him going forward. Robert Tunyon, go get yes, the man. Sir. Robert Tunyon. I'm so disappointed in myself, man, because I could have won really big in FanDuel if I would have just listened to – because there's another guy that does a lot of FanDuel here in Florida, and um, he was like, man, Robert Tunyon, Robert Tunyon. And I kid you not, Cody, I had Robert Tunyon in my lineup, and at the last second I was like, well, I have too many Packers in this lineup because it was like all Packers. And uh, I put Julio Jones in because I had the extra income. And man, I was mad about it. Ah, mad. So I completely forgot. I did a. I was just sitting around on the couch yesterday, last night, until the game's end. And all of a sudden, my DraftKings account says you're credited twenty dollars. I'm thinking, what? What? And I go and I look. I completely forgot I had a lineup for the Thursday through Monday slate. And I had Alan Lazard in my lineup, an attorney lineup. I still won. I'm like, oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good Cody is, ladies and gents. <laughs> Y'all need to listen to my man's, man. He went in without even having to put players in. <laughs> All right. So uh, I have uh, – so you, did you have anybody else uh, for diamonds? Uh, I mean, I got a whole – I got a list of waivers here. I didn't know if you wanted to keep going on some diamonds or if you wanted to uh, look at the Thursday night. We can talk some waivers here. Um, yeah, I obviously – this week, coming into week five, I like looking at Justin Herbert and Teddy Bridgewater at the quarterback position if you're hurting at mm-hmm. that um, QB spot. Uh, you got, you know, Justin Herbert. He's looking like we, I already touched on the kid. He's looking really good this week. Um, he's showing out. Uh, what, what more can you say? I mean, he's going to give you rushing production and the passing upside that's coming with him. Uh, he's playing my Saints, which could be a very high point total game. And Teddy Teddy B, he's playing the Falcons this week. We're just giving up astronomical points to the quarterback week in and week out. Mm-hmm. So those are two guys, if you're hurting at the quarterback position, I think can help get you through the week. And then one more at the running back spot that I believe Corey wanted me to hit, mm-hmm. Mr. Dontrell Hilliard out of Mm-mm. Cleveland. Mm-mm. No, you don't like Dontrell Hilliard? Mm-mm. You think Kareem Hunt's just going to be – 100 percent of the work. Mm-mm. I, 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 I sort of don't want to say. I, I sort of don't want to say anything just because you're off of them right now. But <laughs> I think Dontrell Hillard and it's going to be Dontrell and uh, Kareem, man. I can tell you right now, Dontrell Hillard is not the running back to pick up. I I can I'm guaranteeing it right now. Oh, the boy. person that I am looking for is not Dontrell Hillard in Cleveland. It well, is another running back in Cleveland, and his last name is just happens to be Johnson. And I ain't talking oh, about yeah, David Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. But uh, I watched that game, man, and uh, he looked really good. He actually looked like a clone copy of uh, Kareem Hunt. It was weird. Like, he had the little arm braces on everything. And uh, he didn't have quite as much explosive ability as Kareem Hunt. And he wasn't getting the goal line carries because obviously they were still going to Kareem Hunt. But the yeah, kid. That's, that's a good call. Dearness Johnson's a really good back. Oh, bro. 
he was he he looked hella good in that game, bro. I was like, man. So I sort of wanted to stay quiet because you didn't say anything. It's a good call. But I didn't want the rest of the tab heads not to see it. So but, yeah. Uh, no, appreciate. It. No, good. Um, so you have any more? Or are you ready to get into this Thursday night game? Uh, well, I see a lot of people have dropped this man Corey Davis in their leagues, and I think. With all the injuries, this man still kind of warrants a roster spot, man. I, I dropped him. I was wondering if he would have dropped him. I just – he's just – like, he the talent's there and the quarterback's there. But it's just like – what's a good comparison for Corey Davis? So he's just like one of those receivers that's just there. Yeah, like, pretty much, man. <laughs> you want him to be there, but he's not. I don't, it's yeah. weird. It's 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 a very weird situation he's got going on there, especially since he's the wide receiver one. Um, yeah, it's nah, pretty. Uh, I also I shouldn't have to say this. Go go fade the Jets. Play Arizona. Oh man, too easy. Too easy. Yeah, the Jets are. It's time to get rid of and uh, Lev Bell. Man, he better not come back. I won't come back to this team, man. Ugh. Like you talking Ooh, about a down year? He's gonna mess week. up his contract, huh? They're talking about this week. Him coming back? Yeah. Against the Cardinals? I don't know, man. That Jets team needs somebody. And Sam Darnold, hey, man, I don't know if he'll play this week, but I'll say this. Sam Darnold has been trying his damnness to keep this team afloat, bro. And I give him all the credit in the world, and I usually don't. I'm usually not big on Sam Darnold. But uh, this year, he showed me something that a lot of young quarterbacks don't tend to show, especially when they play on the bad team behind a bad coach. And uh, that's resilience, man. Like, if you go back and watch his film, and he gets a lot of hate. But if you go back and watch the film, man, he's making some damn good throws with some receivers that nobody would want to throw the ball to. Like Braxton Berrios. Yeah. Come on, baby. What? Braxton Berrios had a touchdown last week. And it was a pretty-ass dot mm-hmm. from Sam Darnold, dog. So, I mean, so give him credit, guys. Don't don't give up on Sam Darnold. If Le'Veon Bell does come back, Sam Darnold's going to be able to deliver him the ball out of the backfield. He'll get PPR numbers. I don't know if he'll do anything with that. I don't know if he'll be able to turn those numbers into bigger numbers, but he'll get, you know, receptions. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be down in games. So. I like it, brother. I like it. I like it. So you ready to hit this Thursday night forward. matchup? Yeah, let's hit it. All right, my dude. I'll let you start it up if you want. Buccaneers, Bears. What we got? Yeah, Buccaneers, Bears, fade the quarterbacks. I'm not. I don't want to touch Brady or uh, Foles in this one. Um, so the running backs. This is uh, going to be a big. I think personally, this game's going to be one on the ground. Um, you're going to really need some points on the ground. Both teams have given up nice points to the running backs this year, and the Bucks are giving up surprisingly 21.8 points to wide receivers. Ah. This season. So I'm Alan Robinson and Dave Montgomery. And then um, I got to see what Leonard Fournette's status is. Uh, but if, if that's that'd be what I'd be looking at is the running backs from these matchups and Alan Robinson. I agree there. Um, already, you guys got me hooked now. Like I've already put in the DFS lineup for this week for this Thursday oh. night game. Yeah. Um, and I actually put in uh, for my superstar or whatever the little 
kicker guy. Oh, okay. I put in um the kicker. I put in my kicker uh for the Bucks in this game. Yeah. And for the Bears as well because uh I can see both teams having troubles getting into the end zone. Or yeah, because yep. I mean both teams are really good about being but don't break defense, and that's usually how I play Madden as well. For people that play me in the Madden, they know. Like, you can move the ball in between the 20s on me. I mean, out or in between the 20s. But once you get inside those 20s, it's hard to score on me. And that's pretty much how both these teams play. Like, we'll let you get all the way up there and get in, like, somewhat of a field goal range. And then uh, we'll try to slow you down. So, I feel like it's going to be a lot of field goals in this game. Yeah, and we've been very lucky to get five touchdowns out of Mike Evans this year, man. Um, mm-hmm. oh, He's only got 26 targets. And he's banged up again. With Chris Godwin out. So when Chris Godwin comes back, I'm not telling you. It might be a little it might be a little hard to trust week in and week out for Mike Evans production, man. Hey, can I just can I just boast about something really quick, Cody? I just gotta brag about this dude, man, because I, I really am a fan of this dude, man. Um Scott Miller, baby. Yeah, yes, yes. I loved you were posting about him coming into the season. I loved it, man. Man, bro. yeah, man. He, I just like the kid, man. He just he got that spunk, but he's hurt again. But and Tom Brady, man, Tom Brady, going he loves him so Scotty Miller. I'm starting to love me so Scotty Miller. So Chris yeah, Godwin better hurry up and get back. It <laughs> <laughs> seems like Brady and Miller are gonna be doing them off-season training programs like Edelman and Brady used to. Oh, too easy, man. Too easy. Um, but uh, anything else you want to hit on this Bears game? Uh, I think we look pretty good, man. I mean, uh, yeah, there's not a whole lot of people like. I mean, you can't trust Bucks tight ends, even though Bears are giving up points to the tight end. Uh, you can't trust like anybody oh. outside of Montgomery and Robinson for the Bears. That's a good point that you actually brought up. I'm glad you said that, Cody. Because in that same daily fantasy lineup, I took a little chance and I actually did put in a Buccaneers tight end. Yeah, in the DFS, I can see it. Um, you know, sometimes. You yeah, not in your stand. Yeah, not season long. Uh, I agree. But I put in uh, not Gronk. Since OJ Howard's hurt, uh, what is his name? I can't want to say Doyle. Cameron but Bray. Yes, sir. Cameron Bray. Sneaky That's a good play. play. Yeah, sneaky play. So we'll see how it plays out. The Bears do give up points to the tight end. It's like, it, it is a sneaky play. But, um, yeah, man, this has been a dope talk, man. We always get some good stuff out of this. So, got anything else you want to hit on? Uh, I think we're good, brother. I'm ready for the old salute. Yes, sir. So, with that being said, salute to all the troops out there. Active reserves. We love you all. Thank you for what you do. And thank you for putting that time and effort in. And it's always paying off for our freedoms. And oh, one last thing, guys. Start being on the lookout. We're gonna have our No Save November contest coming out. Uh, we're working on getting all the promotions ready for that, but we will be doing No Save November again this year. All the proceeds that we make from that will be going to DAV. That is a huge program that takes care of our disabled veterans. Uh, man, they do a lot for our veterans. We'll be posting about that in the group as well. So please be on the lookout for donations to that. Uh, with that being said, I am your host, Dub C, and I'm here with my boy. Hey, all right, brother. Cody, we out. Salute. Out. <laughs>
This has been another Angry Vets broadcast. Check, check it out.